Hello and welcome back to another mini-sode for this week. So this week's hot tip is all about having a good declutter and a clean out just before Christmas. Now I can't tell you how much learning to declutter, learning to have less stuff and working on like regularly having declutters and just you know clearing out has helped in my life. If I look back to where I was sort of 12 years ago, <laughs> when we were living in at the bank and so we were living in my uncle's house in town and we had all of his stuff, all of his kids' stuff from when they were kids, all of our stuff. We had young babies, you know, and you've got 10 times more stuff when you have little babies anyway with all the cots and bits and pieces. And the house just felt really full, you know, and it was quite a lot of, yeah, it was just a lot of stuff. And when I think about that now, like living with a lot of stuff around you, it just adds to those levels of anxiety, to that level of stress, that level of, you know, you just feel like you're never on top of things. And so, you know, moving from there, I really learned to, and coming to our house that we're in now, actually, as well, there's not a lot of storage space. So it's really made me have to get very good at not having as much stuff. So we're in the house that I grew up in now. Um, our old house on the farm and yeah there's just not a lot of storage space so I really had to learn to clean out regularly and not have as much stuff and it's amazing how quickly you can accumulate stuff again so part of learning to declutter is learning not to actually buy the stuff and just replace it again as well so I'd say that's a really important part of it because there is this tendency once you create space that it can be very easy just to fill it up again so it is a practice to really learn to not just keep buying stuff. So I was reminded of this again recently. Uh, I was actually chatting with Meg and she's like, I'm going to have a big clean out just before Christmas and, you know, get get rid of all the stuff that we don't need and prepare for Christmas and sort of head into the summer with that kind of decluttered, fresh feeling. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do the same thing. Because as I said, it can sneak up on you and it can sort of or, or get out of control again. And, you know, the cupboards just sort of fill up and you've got that top drawer. I have a top drawer where we shove everything, which is actually a good tip for decluttering, having a little top drawer in the kitchen where you can put all the stuff that you don't really need that otherwise would just sit on the bench and make it feel cluttered. You just have a top drawer. But then, you know, you can give that a clean out and you can give the cupboards where you put, the, you know, the laundry cupboard or the, the bathroom cupboard, like give them a clean out as well every now and then because they can really accumulate stuff when, you know, you're just hiding stuff when people come around or whatever. That's what I do. Shove it in a cupboard. So it's a good chance at now in spring, in November, to have the old spring clean. And I want to share this with you because... I have really noticed a difference from doing it myself and, and it's, it just feels so much better when you just have a good clean out and you clear that space and, you know, you feel fresher, you feel lighter, you can look around. I mean, some people don't care about mess. I do care and it stresses me out if there's mess around and there's stuff everywhere and I just look around and it just adds to my anxiety levels throughout the day if there's just stuff everywhere. And of course, this is so hard because I have four kids. So I live with six, like we live in a house of six people. So it's really hard to maintain a tidy house, but you can have a space that's free of clutter. You know, it's not going to be tidy all the time by any stretch of the imagination. I've let go of that, but it can be kind of clutter free all the stuff that you don't really need, you know? So I thought I'd share with you my tips on sort of how I've done this and what's helpful for you at this time. And I really do recommend doing it now. I think if you can get it done before Christmas, because... 
Christmas is a time when, you know, and also because we're in the house a lot more over summer. So we're here, we're home. You know, if you're living with all the stuff around you um, and the kids are home, then it gets, it's, it just makes the whole summer holidays a lot harder. Plus, you're probably going to buy more stuff at Christmas, but that is actually part of one of my tips. So the first thing to do is start by just having a look around the house, looking around and saying, how does my house make me feel? How do I feel when I walk in the door? Does it help me feel calm? Is it comfortable? Like, is it a nice space to be in or is it a mess? And do I feel like I'm constantly sort of stressing out and feeling anxiety about all the stuff that's around? So just ask yourself that question and really just notice how your house is making you feel. Okay. And then the next thing to do is sort of just look around and do an audit of each room and probably just do one room at a time. Sometimes I just sort of go holus bolus and I'll be like, right, that's it. One Saturday, I just spent the whole day decluttering, but that can get a little bit out of hand. <laughs> I would highly recommend just doing one room at a time. It's much more manageable. It's not really the way that my brain works, but it's probably a better approach. So one room at a time and think about, again, like what sort of environment do you want to create in those rooms? So, you know, how do you want your living room and your kitchen to feel when you're in that space? And even your bedroom, you know, you can create your bedroom to be quite a sanctuary. Like if there's just crap everywhere in your room and your bedroom and you go to bed at night it's not really going to be very good for your sleeping is it and so really thinking about how do we want these rooms to make us feel and what sort of environment do we want to create in those rooms and then I would say just start to clean out and get rid of stuff so I read I can't remember what stylist it was actually but I read in a I think it was a book or an article that she wrote and it was basically especially in the living area or anywhere in the house really if it's not beautiful or functional don't have it on display so if it's not sort of I mean I know we've got the whole Mary Kondo thing whereas if it's not bringing you joy like that was extreme let's face it and it's very hard to have a Mary Kondo house when you live with four kids or any kids so I wouldn't say that we're going to go to that extreme here, but it does really, that, using that approach really helped me this time when I did the declutter. So I looked around the kitchen and I was like, all right, well, what's beautiful? What do I love and like, and looks good and styled in this space and what's functional and everything else can go. And that having that kind of mindset was really helpful. And so then it's a matter of, okay, well, am I donating it? Am I chucking it out? Or am I going to find another spot for it in the house in a cupboard somewhere? Because it doesn't actually need to be out on the bench or on the shelves or on display. So yeah, and just taking it one room at a time with that kind of approach and yeah, just cleaning it out and getting rid of the stuff and creating that space that feels good for you. And that is manageable, you know, because if there's stuff everywhere all the time, it just makes it so hard to maintain any level of tidiness at all, you know, with a family. So if you're starting from a clean slate and at least it's, it's clutter free, then when mess accumulates throughout the day, it's just much, much easier to tidy up. And that's my fourth tip is every day at the end of the day, do a tidy up before you go to bed. Now, I'm surprised actually that a lot of people don't do this. And it's just something that I have always done is like, so after dinner, we always, we all take together, we all clean up and we all stack the dishwasher and we all make sure the kitchen's tidy. And then and we get the kids involved with that. Everybody has to help. We actually have a roster now where we take it in turns. So the kids take it in turns cleaning up because it was just Tim and I and then it's hard to just chase them every night to help us. So we just came up with, you know, we do one week each. So we just go through the whole family and that's been really helpful. But yeah, just make sure the kitchen and the kitchen bench and everything is clean and tidy before you go to bed each night and just keep on top of it. Otherwise, it just gets out of control. And it also helps you so much for starting the next day. If you clean up the kitchen 
and have a tidy bench and everything's clear when you go to bed you get up the next day and you're fresh you're not chasing your tail from the beginning otherwise you know in the morning you're sorting out the dishes and you're cleaning up the kitchen and then like you're just on the back foot for the whole day then so really really helpful if you can do the quick tidy up clean the kitchen clear the bench before bed each day and then my fifth tip is just make a commitment to not buying too much stuff like once you've done the clean out make a commitment to not just replace it with stuff and not to buy too much this christmas i know buying not buying too much stuff at christmas can be really hard but we've tried to make a commitment as a family to especially for birthdays we just buy our kids experiences and not stuff and we we really try at christmas although i must say Usually I have this intention where we're not going to buy too much stuff for the kids. It's going to get one thing each. And then I kind of panic in the week before and go, oh, I haven't bought them enough stuff. And I end up buying too much stuff. But we really are going to try and we'll keep trying every year to not buy the kids too much stuff. And just because they get a lot of stuff from, you know, family and, you know, grandparents and and the rest of the family. So by the time they've got all that stuff and then you buy them stuff, like Christmas can be quite overwhelming in terms of clutter, let's face it. So my fifth point would be once you've done all this work to have a good clean out and you're fully decluttered and you're feeling great and the house feels great and you're working on all this stuff, don't just go and replace it really quickly, especially at Christmas time. And honestly, like there's, there's kids don't need so much stuff. They really don't. Like they just need space to just, you know, have more fun outside and enjoy you know time with you and 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 having more stuff just fills everything up you know so it can be so easy to sort of get sucked into that wanting to buy them so many things but they don't really need it let's face it it's all just consumerism trying to suck us into buying more stuff so that would be my final tip is just to yeah not replace it all and i'd love to know how you go with this and if you love a good declutter as well if you find decluttering hard if you'd like more tips on this because I love a good declutter and I think having that clear space to operate in each day just makes such a difference to how you feel and how you can show up and you know feel good in your space and let's face it we spend a lot of time at home when we have kids because we don't get out as much as we'd like to and some of us might be working from home we're spending a lot of time in our houses and it's it's really important to create that space that allows us to to feel good and function well. So I hope that's been helpful. and I'd love to hear if it has been and yeah, enjoy the decluttering process. Good luck guys.